0: On June 11, 1993, a perfect movie was released in theaters. Though it had no huge movie stars, relied heavily on untested technology, and had a high-concept plot that defied blockbuster conventions, it went on to become the highest-grossing movie in history at the time. Through brilliant combinations of action, humor, tension-building, special effects, an iconic score, and leaving most of the expositional heavy lifting, to an animated strand of DNA. Director Steven Spielberg not only changed the movie landscape forever, but also the lives of two pimply teenagers from Madison, Wisconsin. We're the two gomers, we're talking Jurassic Park, and you're listening to Perfect Movie.
1: Welcome everybody to Perfect Movie. A podcast about two regular guys who went from couch to marathon, and now they're making their way back to the couch again. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, with my friend Steven, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. How's it going?
0: Pretty good. I was thinking the last time we recorded an episode one Mm -hmm. of a new podcast was October 2008. (laughs) this feels like a new thing but it's actually a very old thing right
1: yeah wow that's that's huge i mean it's almost like the distance between this episode and that episode is the difference between that episode and seeing this movie as those teenagers although that's not that's like twice as long it is but you're
0: right there's like (laughs) the beginning of two gomers run for their lives is like this marking event in our lives Similar to when Jurassic Park came out.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, that's when we were heading into a new decade. We were in those teen... Yep. Those... those. Oh, man. there's Those awkward teen years.
0: Just swimming Mm. in hormones.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, I've got a question for you, dude. Yeah. Okay. So, we're talking Jurassic Park. Yep. We're so stoked about this. Yes. Wanted to start with a blockbuster. Wanted to start with a home run. Wanted to start with an undebatable... Yeah, Uh, although we're going to get to Ebert. We're going to get to Cisco and Ebert.
0: And, (laughs) and, you know, this is going up on the Internet, so it is debatable. Right. I mean, we are right in debates. Yeah,
1: we're opening it to debate. Yeah, definitely. Um, But um, my question is. Mm -hmm. When or or how, like, did you get to this movie when you first saw it?
0: How did I get to it? You mean, like, physically, how did Uh I get to the theater?
1: Yep. And, (laughs) And what theater?
0: Okay. I saw it at uh, Westtown Mall. Oh. There, there used to be that theater right there. It's gone now. Dang.
1: There used to be this okay.
0: theater, not in the mall, but like across the parking lot.
1: Yep. Okay. We're um, talking Madison, Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, I'm
0: almost positive we saw it there before they tore that down. Okay. Um, I saw it. M- my dad drove me there. Okay. Along with Alex, my brother. Yep. Hack, my brother in law. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ryan Hartberg. Okay. And my friend from youth group, Nathaniel.
1: Oh, yeah. High Point Youth Group. Yep. Right? Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um
0: So I was, but well, that was 93, so I was 15. Hmm. And that was the first of five times I saw it in the theater okay (laughs) that summer (laughs) right not including the sixth time i saw it in the theater when it was re-released in 3d Uh, right i think it's 25th anniversary
1: yeah that's right so 25th was last year or no it must have been it must have been the 20th anniversary then okay all right okay
0: so i've seen it six times in the theater but yeah i got driven there how about you
1: (laughs) okay all right so um just to kind of place people uh in into where we were and i'm super curious where our listeners were when they you know first saw this um, came out summer of 1993 June yep. uh, if we check the check the Gomer one sheet June 9th 1993 yeah yep. this movie was a huge uh, book mm-hmm. right like people had that iconic logo you know though it was a white cover there was a um, um there the one big memory I have is there
0: was a kid sitting in front of us trying desperately to finish the
1: book before the movie started okay see that might have been me okay what so no okay so here here's the thing i was not a huge reader Uh uh-huh i'm i've only at 40 have i become like i've read a lot of books this year like we've got two months left in 2019 yep most books i've ever read this this year um but my parents insisted Hmm. that i read the book before the movie wow that's great um yeah, pretty cool, right? Good, good parenting. Did you do job, it though, guys? I did. <laughs> yes. So I like, dude, like, so I probably went with Chad, uh huh, and um maybe like Steven Nichols, uh huh, yeah, uh, right. We the, had just your bicycle gotten back. Gang. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, okay. There's another bicycle gang story for later. The okay. the Monticello Bicycle Crew, um, <laughs> um, but. Yeah. So we went to that D.C. tour, you know, the end of eighth grade. Yeah. Everybody like every middle schooler in the country goes to Washington, D.C. for that like right. tour. Yep. So we went there. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember hearing about it. I finished the book literally before like Chad's parents probably picked us up. Wow. Um. Yeah. So
0: yeah. it might have been yep. you. Uh, it did not look like you. Um, this kid. I, It
1: probably wasn't. And he, <laughs> yeah, I remember I him just like with me.
0: sweating this kid trying to finish the book <laughs> before the movie
1: started. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, I was reading like a madman. <laughs> That's awesome. Um,
0: yeah, that yep. was our rule for a while with Harry Potter and our kids. They had to read okay. the book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mm -hmm. I was like, forget it. I want them to see these movies. (laughs)
1: You're like, you're like, you're three books behind and the movie is in like two hours. That's like when I was going to get the sub five by 40 on my birthday. Like I still had five hours left.
0: And you, you like texted me like I could still go. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I was like, "Mm, I don't know if that's a good idea. Um, okay. (laughs) So, um, that was one inciting incident, right? The first time we saw Jurassic Park. Um, right. Then, uh, there was another Jurassic park incident, right? So, um, right. we're the two gomers. Hi, I'm Steven. Yep. I'm Anthony. Um, and we had this podcast and still do called two gomers run for their lives. Yeah. Where we went from couch to half marathon, um, started in 2008 and then we kept doing run things. We became marathoners, triathletes. And then, um, on my 40th birthday, uh, I ran the marathon in under five hours. Was that
1: it? Yep. Yeah. Sub so, five. Yeah, yep. that's right. Yeah. Um,
0: which was a big goal. And then to celebrate that, Anthony and my birthday, right? Anthony yep. uh, sent me this ticket. Right. I was like, what's this? I opened it for Christmas, remember? Um, yep. Anthony is a professional bassoonist with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. Um, and yep. so he was playing... In the orchestra, the score for Jurassic Mm. Park while the movie was playing. Anthony knew it's my favorite movie, so he bought me that ticket. I flew out and saw the movie. So I guess it's seven times I've seen it in some sort of theater.
1: (laughs) There you go. Okay, that's right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so you came out to Atlanta. Right. We played the score one of the most fun weekends ever. Amazing. And we were talking about the podcast... And one of us, which we'll never remember, nope. said that that's a perfect movie.
0: Yeah. And that like started the gears turning, dude. Uh-huh. Um, I remember making a short list. I think it was four movies. We mm-hmm. can reveal those someday. Um, yep. And we were thinking that would be a fun episode of the podcast someday. And then it just yeah. kind of built and built. And we were like, yep. you know what? I think this is a this is a podcast. Yeah. Started making right. a massive list of movies. Um, yep. <laughs> and Jurassic Park has always been the top, right? Whenever we right. St- whenever we talk about it, this movie has been kind of like our go-to. We were actually thinking mm-hmm. about, should we like blow it on the first episode?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. We Yeah, we thought about saving this one for a long time. Yeah. Because, you know, we're just getting used to this whole new format. Mm-hmm. Um, but wanted to start... We wanted to start with the land sequel to Jaws, (laughs) which is Jurassic Park. It's got John Williams. We have so much to talk about. How many times do you think you've seen this movie? That's something we talked about that weekend. I mean, at least a hundred. I think so,
0: too. This may be, and the Christmas movie, that remains to be named. Right. Right. that We're going to be doing soon this Christmas season. Yep. Um, yep, probably my most watched movie.
1: Hmm. And, and only other one for me would maybe be Empire Strikes Back,
0: okay? Yeah, I think this hit at the right time for me. Um, yep, bought the VHS right away. Uh, yep, like day one that the VHS yep. came out. So I'd seen it totally. five times, like I said, bought the VHS, watched it, re watched it every time it's on cable. I watch it every time. It, yep. I mean, it was on Netflix for a little while, and I was like overjoyed, yep. even though I have <laughs> three different kinds of physical copies of right.
1: this movie, <laughs> including the dot .avi on your like hard drive <laughs> that you can only open with VLC, and it's like one half step up the whole movie, <laughs> like <laughs>
0: slightly sped up. Um, it's right, worth, it's worth it though. I mean, who knows what uh-huh. could happen? You need a lot of copies yep. of this movie. Yep, um, totally. Yeah, so uh, we did think about like, is it too big to do right away? But right, yep. Then we just decided, Jurassic Park is what started all of this. Yep. And so um, we're gonna go for it. We're gonna start with it. I'm really excited, dude.
1: Yeah, dude, me too. Um, let's bust out the the Gomer One sheet.
0: So this is a a piece of paper with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hardly legible scribblings that you send me a picture of a couple minutes usually before we record the episode.
1: It's my it's my book report, okay. Yeah, <laughs> my movie and, report.
0: Right, and you called it the Gomer one sheet, and then I uh-huh. was like, yeah, but you're Gomer one, and so mm-hmm. that it works that way too. The Gomer one sheet, um, where <laughs> you just have some relevant facts about the movie that we uh, that we read before we get into the main meat. Of the podcast which we haven't mentioned yet which is we're going to put jurassic park and whatever movie we're talking about every week on trial but before that Mm -hmm. um here's some facts on the gomer one sheet right
1: yep and then we're going to do the vhs box synopsis and the trailer um that's just going to kind of be the the flow of this all right release date already said june 9th 1993 big day uh clinton was newly in the white house
0: oh yeah Newly big TV
1: huh? show was 90210. Oh, wow. And uh one of our other potential future perfect movies came out a couple weeks later, which was Sleepless in Seattle.
0: I'm looking at this list of other movies released around that same time.
1: One, mm, two, yeah.
0: three. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Five, six. I mean ninety three is a big year. I see six, seven, eight movies on this list.
1: Dude. That like, are
0: on our Giant list that we're trying to curate uh-huh. and narrow down to a perfect movie list.
1: Was that some sort of just unbelievable year? Like, okay, we've got Rudy, Sandlot, yeah. Philadelphia, <laughs> mm-hmm. Groundhog Day, Mrs. file Gilbert Grape, Doubtfire. Sorry, Nightmare Before Christmas. Actually, that files under woulda, coulda, shoulda because. <laughs> I don't know if you if you heard this. You probably did, but one of the people considered for this was um, Tim Burton with um, who who was right. the studio that was going to do it? With yeah, Tim Burton, uh, Warner Brothers.
0: Right. Yeah, they had the rights for Jur- Jurassic Park for a while and had Tim Burton attached. Huh? I did read that. Um, that's crazy. And then the other crazy thing about this list is that Schindler's List is also in '93, and mm. so Spielberg puts out Jurassic Park. And I remember reading that while he was doing post-production, he's in Mm. Poland, I think, filming Schindler's List. Um, What kind of turnaround was that mentally for him? That's
1: crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that we would ever do Schindler's List. That's like, it's an incredible movie. It is arguably one of the most important movies, like, of all time. Maybe we'll do it someday. It's on on our list. Yep.
0: But... I've got a confession I've only seen Schindler's List once really and that was in the theater and I could wow. not watch it again hmm. so um. yeah yeah th- that's coming but man 93 what an amazing year
1: crazy yeah and perfect year for us too yep not quite autonomous but you know <laughs> parents still driving us Um. but yeah incredible year incredible summer for movies Yeah,
0: I don't know if it was an incredible year for me. I had a lot of pimples. Okay,
1: you're right. Actually, it was an awkward year. That was the year where I had a massive crush on the senior German exchange student. Um, Unrequited love. But I learned German super fast. Well,
0: there you go. Sometimes you just need the right thing in your life to learn a language quickly. Right. Right. All right, dude, Um, let me read the VHS synopsis. Great. This is something we're doing uh, every week. We're trying to figure out like how to do a quick synopsis. Um, and so we're going to read if we can. Not every movie yep. that we're going to be doing has a VHS copy out there. Um, right. But if we can, we're going to read the back of the VHS box, which I guarantee. Well, I know I have this VHS box because I have it downstairs. Um, I own awesome. this movie in several iterations, I believe. On VHS. Yep. Um, so here's what the back of the box says. Director Steven Spielberg presents a triumph of imagination, suspense, science, and cinematic magic that has quickly become the most successful film in worldwide box office history. This VHS box is from 93. And so at that point mm-hmm. that was true, right? Um, yep. On a remote island, a wealthy entrepreneur secretly creates a theme park featuring living dinosaurs drawn from prehistoric DNA. Before opening the attraction to the public, he invites a top paleontologist, a paleobotanist, a mathematician-slash-theorist, and his two eager grandchildren to experience the park and help calm anxious investors. However, their visit is anything but tranquil as the park's security system breaks down, the prehistoric creatures break out, and the excitement builds to
1: surprising results. There you go. Wow. Wow. I want to watch that. <laughs> I'm immediately intrigued. A mathematician and a paleo, bio, paleo, bio, paleo biologist? biologist. do
0: you say? A pa- <laughs> Sounds I want incredible. I five times in the theater.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just two real quick questions and then we yep. got to get into this. Okay. Um, where the heck were Tim and Lex's parents? <laughs> I just thought about this on the, the last time I watched it.
0: Yeah. You never even they... see them in The Lost World when you see them briefly at their home. At the beginning of that movie, yep. like they, they, they may not. No, I think it's just absentee parents,
1: right? Like okay, but it's like they dropped him off at the helicopter, Uh <laughs> and says, then we never in heard. In-gen on about the side
0: him. of the helicopter. Sure, get in. Uh-huh.
1: I'm sure this yep. is fine. Dude, two more things from the Gomer One Sheet. Okay. We forgot to mention because we have to do this every time. Yeah. Budget sixty three million dollars. Yeah. Gross at the box office, according to Wikipedia. $1.029 billion. Incredible. Three Academy Awards. Sound, sound effects, visual effects. It won and, those? Uh-huh. Wow, okay. Um, It did not win score, and it wasn't even nominated, but we know who won for the score that year.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of like, well, you're not going to win for Jurassic Park, but here's your which, Oscar for <laughs> Schindler's List, which, I mean, that makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, we're we're going to talk about that in our... Uh, in our evidence later right um and it scores a 91 on rotten tomatoes currently
0: yeah i wonder how that is gonna how, how that's gonna pan out as the podcast goes on our our definition of a perfect movie which i know has right. already been being argued about on our instagram stuff like that right um so much how that will line up with rotten tomato scores and you, you know it, it, it'll it be interesting but 91 pretty mm. dang good
1: Yeah, should be higher. (laughs)
0: What were they thinking? What were those tomatoes thinking? (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude. Well, let's play the movie trailer, and uh, then we'll put Jurassic Park on trial. There it is. Welcome to Jurassic Park. We've made living biological attractions so astounding that they'll capture the imagination of the entire planet. The most phenomenal discovery of our time How'd you do this? becomes the greatest adventure of all time. Can I touch it? Sure. Universal Pictures presents
1: You feel that?
0: Hold on to your butts. A Steven Spielberg film. Senses are failing all over the park. That's nice! Gotta go! An adventure. Look out! No! I can't get Jurassic Park back online.
1: 65
0: million years in the making. Jurassic Park.
1: All rise! Hey! How's it going over there? Jurassic Park is a perfect movie, and it's on trial. Here we go. <laughs> it's the the classic Anthony character. You you have one
0: voice you can do, and that's a Midwestern guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the guy across the dorm room from us, freshman year, University of Wisconsin-Madison. Uh-huh. That's who it is. And this is a LaCroix. This is a LaCroix. This is not some sort of adult beverage. A LaCroix, yeah. it's just blue. So, so
0: it, our bailiff is the guy that lived across from you in the hall in your dorm,
1: yeah, drinking a liqueur from me and Chad. Yep, who is now a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. So we
0: are now in a virtual what is a virtual courtroom. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we are bringing Jurassic Park to the judge and jury. Yep, we believe it to be a perfect movie, right? Yep. Um, yep. But this is how it's going to work every week. We are going to talk through the movie in question. Um, and at certain times, uh, you're going to hear this noise. There we go. Um, and when you do that uh, that non-copyrighted noise, hopefully, <laughs> 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 when, when we, we're each going to be able to do that twice during our talk through okay. the movie. Um, yep. And when you hear that noise, that means one of us has a piece of evidence that we want to bring mm-hmm. forward um, to prove that the movie in question is, in fact, perfect.
1: Yep. So in the line of uh, Pee Wee, this is exhibit A, <laughs> exhibit B, Yep, exhibit C, but we don't have like 50 of them.
0: No. Oh, what an amazing scene. I cannot wait. To talk about Huey's <laughs> <Pughie's> big adventure. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're gonna try to keep it to two each. We're early in the podcast here, so we don't actually know if that's gonna work. Um Right. We're still I, figuring I, it out. I, I had this idea that maybe we have like um we can use like a third one,
1: but only mm. like five times ever. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> OK, <laughs> how about our honorable important. mentions, honorable mentions or something. OK,
0: that's a good idea. Honorable mentions. So actually what okay. we're going to do um, after that is we're going to put it to you, listener, um, for you to act as judge, jury and possibly executioner so that you have a say yep. in whether or not this is a perfect movie. Um, so that's how it's going to work. Um, talk through the movie. Um, chunk, chunk in mm-hmm. when we want to present evidence. And then offer to you, listener, at the end for you to vote on our Instagram feed, on Facebook, or on our webpage, perfectmoviepodcast.com.
1: All right. Great. Okay, dude. Are you ready? I'm ready, dude. I have just gathered my five closest friends in the Monticello bike bicycle gang. <laughs> and we've ridden, I looked it up, 5.1 miles. To the theater. From my mom's house to the theater. Okay and we're about to watch it. Now that was my second or third time. So we're all gathered and we're ready.
0: Okay. Um I, I there is a story I'm going to tell at some point in this which is Okay. like the story of my life.
1: Great. Okay. <laughs> which I, I can't think wait. Hap-
0: which I think happened uh during my fourth viewing of the movie. Okay. But you okay. you're there with your friends. I'm there with my friends yep. that first time we're sitting in the theater. Um mm-hmm. the movie opens. Yep. Um, and there's quite a bit of table setting
1: at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Right. There's cicada, cicada sounds.
0: Oh yeah. Um, there's that, that font, Mm. that Jurassic Park font, that do, 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 do. Um,
1: yep. So great. The terror theme.
0: Yeah. And so we kind of get then these like four scenes in quick succession At the beginning of the movie that are table setting. We get like, we see like there's some sort of big box that a bunch of dudes are putting something in. Mm, Yep. In a jungle. (laughs) Um, Right. uh, Then we have like this amber mine Mm -hmm. uh, scene. Then we go to Montana at this dig Mm -hmm. site. And then we go to, I, I think just like a restaurant, outdoor restaurant. Right. And so then yep. there's there's these four quick succession and I I, f- I feel like we get these we get a good picture of the main characters and some key like totems right like key yes. um props right away Right.
1: Oh. So I remember okay two things that I remember just right off the bat. Yeah. First of all, I remember seeing the teaser trailer uh, for this movie. Me too. I can't remember what movie it was for, okay? Like before, um,
0: you mean? Like it was before a movie that you saw in the theater
1: and you saw the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like I remember sitting next to my mom mm-hmm. and I just remember like Amber and a mosquito. Okay. You remember that teaser I do. trailer?
0: Yeah. I have very, very clear memory of that teaser that I saw in yep. the theater. And then I have a very clear yep. memory of the first trailer that we just listened to that I saw okay. during an episode of Murphy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> murphy <Brown. laughs> and for some reason my sister was taping this episode of murphy brown i mean uh-huh. it was like it was like a god moment
1: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> where i was like i
0: can't believe we got on tape and i just watched the trailer probably a dozen times that night
1: oh man um that is incredible
0: yeah um so uh, you're right there the, even like the iconic stuff Yep, it's so clear in those trailers. So we get totally. like this lawyer and the amber with mosquito in that yep. that mine scene. Yep. Then we get um Dr. Alan Grant and his raptor mm-hmm. claw.
1: Mhm.
0: And we also see Nedry and his um his can of uh of shaving cream.
1: Yep, Barbasol. Right. No exactly. menthol. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> and I guess we also see Ellie the Dr. Ellie Sattler. I don't know if she has a prop
1: that she's Hmm. known by her like cool glasses or something like that.
0: Maybe those, (laughs) those mom jeans,
1: (laughs) (laughs) the mom, jeans, which are back in style, dude. We were talking about John Mayer like a couple episodes ago and like, like, I mean, they're actually advertised at like Nordstrom as mom jeans and like cool people are like going buying them and stuff.
0: Right. For sure. I was on campus this morning. Uh huh. So I work on campus Yep. Um, and uh, I was there and I'm looking at a picture of Dr. Ellie Sattler right now. I mean, these bad boys, these jeans, they're everywhere. <laughs> I Unreal. mean, this exact outfit.
1: Yep. I was actually thinking about that when they go into like the boardroom scene and they're like yeah. not hungry at all because they've just seen raptors like eat, eat a the cow. cow or something yeah. like that. Yep. Yep. I was like, that outfit could be like right now. Yeah. Totally.
0: So good job hmm. Dr. Elise Hatler. You you are setting I mean it, it is 2019. But yep. when I when I saw it in 3D 5 years yep. ago mm-hmm. still I was like I mean it was kind of fun to see those mom jeans in 3D but I was like <laughs> that looks so dumb. But now right. it's you're right it's it's what people are wearing and spending a lot of money on. So everything comes Crazy. around I guess.
1: Here's the thing dude. Okay. Yeah. This movie works Mm-hmm. at 14 and at 40 yep like i don't know how they did it Nope. but we were we remember those totems mm-hmm. and then when we did when i watched it again this weekend it's like still a sense of incredible awe yeah still like i actually felt more awe we'll, we'll get to we'll get to the get to that in a little bit but i felt more awe in some sense now
0: mm, yeah um, and part of it is uh, maybe it's what uh, this most recent viewing that I was watching it. I was paying attention to how it's structured and set up because mm. of this podcast yep. Yep. and looking for holes almost mm. and yeah. finding them hard to come by. So, right. yeah, uh, that that's part of the awe right now. Um, yep. So we get this table setting. There is a, um, a mosquito and amber. There is Mm -hmm. these two paleontologists and some old guy who wants them to come to his park. Right. Um, And then there's something shady going on with um, the guy from Seinfeld. What's his name on Seinfeld? (laughs) Right, Uh, Newman. Newman, Right. Newman from Seinfeld is up to no good. Um, Uh Uh-huh. So uh, then that goes into... It cuts to Mm -hmm. the gang's all there in the helicopter, right? Right. Mm. Well, and there's more... Is everybody in the helicopter? No, I guess John Hammond isn't in the hel- helicopter, and neither is um, right Nedry.
1: Right. No, Hammond is in the helicopter. The lawyer's in the helicopter. Oh, he Ian, is, yeah. Ellie, and Dr. Grant.
0: Oh, yeah, we've got a new character then. Um, yep,
1: yep. So now we have this. No, but the lawyer guy, he was in the he was in the opening scene with uh, yeah, in the opening mine scene.
0: No, but I mean Ian Malcolm is new. We haven't seen him up until the helicopter. Right.
1: The- Oh man, see dude, is there like a cut scene or is that just what Lost World is? <laughs> like like a cu- like they're like we need to turn the fad. this movie is 2 hours and 7 minutes. We cannot go longer, but I would love to see Ian Malcolm right before that.
0: Yeah, I kind I, don't know. I kind of like him thrown in right away.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, Ian, yeah, you're right. Yeah.
0: Ian Malcolm by the way is a is mal- uh, he's, he's a he's a mathematician. Uh-huh. But Cha- chaotician. Chaotician, but the twist is <laughs> He wears a leather jacket.
1: <laughs> right.
0: He's very all cool. black.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the rock star, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Um,
0: and I, I mean, we're gonna be coming back to Jeff Goldblum over and over again, I think. But yeah, just an amazing performance.
1: Yeah. Is there some sort of like movie trope in like the eighties, nineties of like um, brilliant, like um rock star kind of guy so like i'm I like right now i'm thinking of like sneakers remember uh-huh. there there's a mathematician in that too yeah and he's yeah. like kind of a womanizer <laughs> right um, exactly
0: oh yeah that guy they go to the lecture right. and then like yeah. women are falling all over themselves to right. be with this guy <laughs> like yeah. what was so cool about being a mathematician in the 90s i don't know huh. but
1: it was maybe it's hacker hacker now yeah that's true because this movie kind of introduced some of that language too yep and kind of like Set Nedry like mm-hmm. two hackers in this movie, Nedry and Lex, <laughs> yep. like two totally opposite. I mean, gender, size, yeah. age, <laughs> yep. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um,
0: so mm. they come in to the island on the helicopter. Yep, it's amazing. Mm. It's beautiful. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. Everything, every yep. scene, is. But yep. this one especially, to this island yep. in Costa Rica, they land. Um yep. and what they do then is they uh they drive to the center, the visitor yep. center. Right. Um but on the way mm-hmm. they stop and this is when fifteen year old Steven starts like <laughs> almost fainting. <laughs> <laughs> and this lasts through the rest of the movie right where my mouth is like i know uh like open yep um because they see their first dinosaur
1: if only there was like a video of like all of our faces <laughs> like because like i heard i heard about like when they were doing like visual effects testing for this stuff even yeah like george lucas mm-hmm. and steven spielberg were seeing some of their tests and george lucas like started crying yeah like is it like the world has just opened for him to make i don't know well yeah questionable stuff later but you know like now
0: i can do whatever stupid crap i want (laughs)
1: right right yeah
0: Yeah. a a single tier As he thinks Uh about Jar
1: Jar, rolls down his cheek. (laughs) I can finally finally make Jar Jar the way I've always wanted to.
0: Now Yoda can jump around like a fool with his (laughs) lightsaber. (laughs)
1: Finally. Uh, Right. um, Uh Yeah.
0: So uh, they see the Brachiosaurus. Yep. Um, It is in full daylight. Yep what balls they had <laughs> you know what i mean like Dude. the first dinosaur you see is not hidden at all it's yep. a peaceful beast mm-hmm. full daylight you see the full shot it stands up on its hind legs mm. eats that it's sort of familiar because it looks a little bit like a giraffe would eat and it's yep. just amazing
1: so this is basically the point in the movie where i'm like because i because me as like the eighth grader gonna be ninth grader Mm -hmm. um just read the book like that day yep like i was like wait okay like where is this in the book because you know like movies just tend to like just move differently than books right yeah Yeah, definitely um but now you're like fully in the story yep um dude i think it may be time
0: oh wow the first ever evidence being presented (laughs)
1: okay so exhibit a yeah why jurassic park is a perfect movie is Uh right here in the score okay it's called theme from jurassic park super original name
0: huh interesting (laughs) okay
1: okay so first of all that majestic theme you know when they when they come down in the helicopter is so iconic definitely Um, score uh john williams um, he just happens to be a fellow Juilliarder, so that's where I went yep. to school. Um, so I yeah. kind of feel a kinship with this 86-year-old legend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, you do have that's a connection, right? You guys have the same alma mater. It's amazing. That's
1: that's true. And uh, Kevin Klein. Uh, one day, <laughs> yep. when we talk about Dave during the election next year, and we're trying to bring joy to people. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk about when I met Kevin Klein and got to talk to him about it. Um,
0: I have Kevin Klein. I think in four of my movies on the list. Hmm. that's so just awesome. a guest. I love me some Kevin Klein. So good job, you've got that connection with him too.
1: Okay, okay. so awesome.
0: the the John Williams score.
1: Yep. So the there's like this majestic. Like, okay, first of all, this score is mm-hmm. it's really original. Like it's yep. it, both scores that he writes in in '93, Jurassic Park, Schindler's List. Like we talked about earlier. Yeah. are two yep. of his most original and like like long lasting scores that you're Uh going to listen to that will be remembered for forever that i you know for the foreseeable and so
0: and so different from one another like think about how unique each score is and and you wouldn't even necessarily know right certainly that they were written in the same year maybe even written by the same person they're so different those two
1: scores incredible like so i was looking at his imdb yesterday just when we were preparing mm-hmm. for this and i think from 1972 to like 2000 something he wrote at least one movie a year sometimes two but after wow. this year he took mm-hmm. a year off it's his only year off on well, imdb he deserved it? it yeah you know well it's just it just <laughs> seems like one of those years where like he was so productive and so creative yeah. It like I don't know, and I don't huh. know what Spielberg did after Schindler's List either. Um, okay. Anyways, score is great. Yep. Uh Super original. Not yep. um st- like stolen. I didn't mean it like that. But like not um it's not derivative, derivative. of mm-hmm. like anything else. And and we'll talk about beautiful John Williams derivatives uh some other day. Um. But yep. I just wanted to play. I've got my bassoon here. Uh huh this is the scene you were oh. talking about right there right and yep.
0: yeah they're they're like kneeling down is this mm-hmm. what you're talking about they get on the ground alan has almost fainted right yep. dr grant and john hammond gets is that his name yep yeah um gets down next to him
1: yep okay so here's the thing So that's like this incredible Ooh. original theme.
0: Yeah. And
1: so he- here's something that stands out just, the- and then we'll get back. And now that I've got my bassoon, I'm like nerding out. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's great. I love this. Um, He marked it, I believe religioso. He marks this occasionally in his music okay. and it's almost like a hymn or like it's religioso, really... like, like yeah.
0: religiously. Yeah. Huh? Wow. Like,
1: like almost like cantabile, like almost like it's it's really singing, like you would sing it. So mm. a lot of his themes are, okay, I'm just going to show you a couple of these, are all based around the perfect fifth. Okay. okay. So like, yeah. there's two perfect fifths in uh, Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. All right, it starts with two perfect fifths. Star Wars. Those are
0: two perfect fifths in a row. Bum, 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 bum.
1: Yep. Okay, Star okay. Wars. Okay. I got that bomb mm-hmm. bomb, Superman.
0: Bomb. A
1: perfect fifth. Yeah. Harry Potter. Da, da, de, da, da, da. Oh, man. Home Alone. Oh, wait, shoot, that was Hook. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Shame on you. How Even, dare you? Dude, Schindler's List. <laughs> Ooh. I just got uh, goosebumps. And NBC Nightly News. Mm-hmm. There's your perfect fifth. Okay, every wow. single one. Now they're in different keys, and I'm making it kind of yeah. sound the same. But this right. is just a minor second, dude. Right. So it's yeah. it's it's just kind of like this really soothing. Yep. beautiful melody especially played by the cellos and just rich strings
0: awesome something i'm noticing um about when you're playing and thinking about jurassic park is how amazing it is that in this one movie there are five or six themes mm. like motifs that i could sing yep. to you totally. and that that i could sing any of those six and most people would recognize them from jurassic park Yep. Um, so when I think about movies today, like the Marvel movies, twenty-two movies or whatever so far, right? I think I could sing to you two of the themes.
1: Hmm. Yep.
0: And I think and and I and I think that would that's pretty good. Yep. Right. Yep. So I could say <speaking> <a lot> <ways> By the way, that's lame. Compared to Jurassic Park, it's like <laughs> bum 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 bum. I like that one. Bum is the Avengers theme. I like it. Yeah,
1: da Yep. Yeah,
0: that's Alan Silvestri, I think. Yep. But for 22 movies, I can sing you two themes. Jurassic Park. Um, I, I, I and Star Wars is like this too, where there are so many. I, I don't get how he does it, dude.
1: Dude, I mean, just think about the Terra theme. Bum 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 bum. Bum, bum, right. bum, 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 you know or like yep. dude which is like almost inverted in that opening mm-hmm. horn part doody doody you know like mm. yep so i do
0: freaking cool okay that is amazing dude
1: so <laughs> your first piece of evidence
0: is pretty good
1: okay say. okay here one last <laughs> thing dude okay yeah the other main theme that i can think of that john williams uses a minor second is okay. Jaws.
0: And so a minor second is literally like the the note to its sharp, right, right. or to its flat, right. Okay. So
1: it's just it's like in the chromatic scale. It, so a, mm-hmm. a major second would be like C D or B flat C. A minor yeah. would be but uh, so this is the root. So B flat's the root in this. A uh-huh. is the seventh. So D D D. But in Jurassic Park, it's D dump. It goes up. Yeah, Dee-dum, and this goes down.
0: Mm. Amazing,
1: cool. Which I, I mean, it's it's kind of a
0: really insider hint, right, yep. or nod to a movie that it's based on in some ways, <laughs> which is Jaws, right? I mean, that's mm. what Spielberg wanted it to be, Jaws yep. on land. Mm. Um, and so I love those tiny little nods um, that only Anthony can show us.
1: <laughs> oh, they're they're just yeah. <laughs> you can look on youtube too um but this is the kind of stuff man that i have been nerding out about since like when i had to like make tapes you know like (laughs) you
0: have been longing for decades to have a podcast so you can say what you just said
1: (laughs) right dude one other theme that he does use is the nedry theme okay so like that whole sequence that whole sequence is a Dun 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 and like Oh, and
0: is that where there's like the little the little percussive like it's like almost congas in the back
1: like do 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 Like how does he do this stuff? And that basic dude that basically wee da do It's like so jazzy.
0: Yeah, I think that was my favorite part of seeing the orchestra play it live mm. because that was a theme that had that i wouldn't have been able to sing sure off the top of my head but seeing the orchestra play that and have so much fun doing it i was like this is my new favorite music <laughs> I'm, i'd never want to listen to any other music yeah again in my life <laughs> yeah
1: that basically Amazing. it sounds very very familiar to the ending of the firm actually that like, because it's got like kind of that, that almost like metronome click sound and like a yep. keyboard. Yeah. All right. Yep. That's, that's what I got for music. I appreciate you allowing that exhibit to. Our,
0: our exhibits won't always be that long, but no, man, you, if, if you're going to pull out the bassoon, I'm going to let you take as much time as you want.
1: All right. Um, I won't do that every time.
0: Okay. So they have, they've seen the dinosaur and, and a kind of a group of dinosaurs out in the, in the field for the first time. They drive together to the visitor center, and they go on this tour. Okay, so right. I mean, I hate to do this so soon, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my first exhibit. Great. And so I present to you, Anthony and our listeners, mm-hmm. yep. Ms- Mr. DNA. Oh man, <laughs> so amazing. The reason so awesome. The reason I th- I think as I've gotten older and watched this movie dozens more times um I have re- I have been in awe of how they are able to get so much information out yeah at the beginning of this high concept movie so yeah. quickly and so efficiently and I think it's this tour that they go on and I think in yep. particular it's this old school hand drawn cartoon yep yeah <laughs> dna strand who gives the the people that are visiting the visitor center and the audience a clear idea of why this is happening without getting bogged yep. down in uh a complicated info dump that makes you regret yep. coming to the movie like when qui-gon right. jinn explains midichlorians to the little Anakin. Mm which is yep. like he needed
1: a he needed a cartoon
0: guy <laughs> he did he needed something when little andy goes tell me QuiGon, what are midichlorians and then qui <laughs> then Qui-gon says well let me explain it to you in the audience as well yeah here's what the <laughs> are Th- this is like right. it, it's seamless you don't feel like you're being told information you're totally right dude yeah but you are and so i think mm-hmm. this kind of broadly um shows me that the the writing and the story is perfect. So it's not yeah. that um, this movie stands alone on just the effects, which are great, right. but the movie is so well written um, that you can just be like, you're into the story, um, and even something big like we're going to explain to you DNA, right. <laughs> um you're not you're not pulled out of it um and and so uh, that's i I think that's briefly my exhibit b is mr dna and what that broadly says is that the writing of this movie is seamless
1: yeah and i love that i i just gotta punch in here bro (laughs) What?
0: you're using your second one already
1: (laughs) okay so I'm gonna keep this one super short. Okay. Because it's it's very much along the lines of what you're saying. Okay. Which is uh is the fact that the the piece of evidence for me, mm-hmm. uh, exhibit C, mm-hmm. is purely that this movie is so story driven, not okay. CGI driven. Okay, got it. Okay. Yep. Uh, and that's perfectly encapsulated again in this scene, which is why mm-hmm. I had to jump in here. Yep. Um this starts Oh, and also, by the way, the music under Mr. DNA, unbelievable.
0: <laughs> I love that music. And especially when like, Hammond is like, and we're going to be adding something like, boom, 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 right. yeah, right. even refers <laughs> to the music. Yeah, that's yeah,
1: great. He refer- yeah, we're going to have a, a, a score. I can't remember what what he called the score, but yeah. But the score was like perfect. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was, I always bumped against that why he said it wasn't perfect right there. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. And super fun to play, by the way. Um, yeah. Just real quick, dude. Mm-hmm. This starts just like Jaws, like started the summer popcorn blockbuster. Yeah. Right? Yep. This starts like the summer CGI mm. blockbuster. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. You're right. And so, and, and then, you know, Sleepless in Seattle, uh, three weeks later, continues the <laughs> legacy of One Harry Met Sally of of CGI. Like, no, no, no. Of, of the, of the, the summer, uh, uh. A romantic comedy yeah, blockbuster. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Um, again, an amazing, amazing summer for movies. Or amazing yeah. year for movies. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, they start spitting out movie after movie after movie that wants to be the CGI blockbuster, uh-huh. but it isn't grounded and rooted in an incredible story. Okay. Yep. You know what I mean? So, I get it. so the whole movie is about seeing effects mm-hmm. and like, look at what we can do yeah like like let's just spit out another one where we just see tons of dinosaurs and but the story is super dumb yep or like i, I actually i can't think of a of an example
0: you mean of cgi movies where it's all about the spectacle but no story right i i, I think it's that's most yeah okay summer block i mean we just saw friggin', what is that it was it was a um dwayne the rock johnson movie mm and he had a okay. giant gorilla and oh, yep. rampage. Okay. And it is so boring. <laughs> there's a lot of monsters. They're climbing up buildings. There's ostensibly people in peril.
1: Mm mm-hmm.
0: hmm. Boring. And
1: Dang. so
0: I, I think what you're talking about is that there's so much good buildup. Yep. You, you don't even see peril until an hour in. Yep. Mm. Um, so actually, c- can we get there? I, I think yep, there's... um I th- So they go on this tour. The grandkids arrive. Ariana Richards, hubba hubba. I had a big crush on her. <laughs> I even... <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I even went to the library in Verona to see if they uh-huh. had a, a Los Angeles phone book so i could get her address oh and write her a letter
1: gosh that is unbelievable
0: <laughs> oh wow um and her brother i can't remember so it's lex and tim that that's what their names are they arrive yep um yep. they have this dinner that you were talking about where um jeff goldblum makes a speech about how they shouldn't be doing this yep. uh, you you you, 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 you spent so much time thinking about whether you could and you never talked about whether you should um, yes, <laughs> so they do that. Then they go on the actual first dinosaur tour.
1: Yeah, um, but no dinosaurs show up. Mm-hmm. So were you gonna gonna have any any dinosaurs on your on your dinosaur, <laughs> dinosaur
0: tour? Tour, right? <laughs> like um,
1: one of the best. See, oh, dude, I can't. If I had more evidence, it would be that Jeff Goldblum is friggin genius in this movie but i've already used my two pieces <laughs> dang it
0: no but what did you say we could do like a honorable
1: mention <laughs> oh, okay okay honorable mention dude exhibit yeah. uh yeah exhibit honorable <laughs> mention not going to use the sound effect <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah um dude I, I, he I th- th- is yep
0: i think you're right that if anybody deserves an honorable mention for everything
1: it's jeff Coldplay. yep he he comes in in mm-hmm. like and just, like, hits it out of the park with every single line. Yep. So funny. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. When they see yeah. the 6
0: triceratops, he's the one talking about the big pile of poop. Um, yep. The, he, he just inserts levity in yep. perfect
1: places. Yeah. Um, like, he's the guy that, like, we want to be him and be able to say what he said. You know what I mean? Like he's like kind of like the audience inside the movie, just like kind of like watching it all happen. Right. He's the Han
0: Solo. He's the he's the audience surrogate, right? Um, And that's why we like him so much. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's the first half of the movie. There's no peril.
1: That's unbelievable.
0: I looked at the timestamp, dude. The movie's two hours seven minutes long. An hour three in is the t- wow. the the T-Rex
1: breakout. Wow. I didn't look at that, but the Yeah.
0: Um and so actually um I'm going to talk about this and uh well th- I I think this will bring us all the way through the rest of the movie. Um so Cool. Um let me do this. So my final piece of evidence for this movie now that it's just going to race to the end, right? yep is i want to put on the table to you the four minutes of computer graphic imaging of cgi Mm. so um there's 16 minutes of dinosaurs total four of those are cgi um and so we were just talking about rampage 100% Hundred percent CGI. Even probably even Dwayne the Rock Johnson in that movie is not real. He's yeah, yeah. somehow been computer right. <laughs> generated. I don't know. Right. Um, but mm-hmm. during this T Rex breakout, during the freaking kitchen scene with the Raptors, mm. yes, um, there is so little that's not actually there.
1: Hmm. Incredible. Yep.
0: And my my theory for why this movie ages well is not only the story and the characters but the special effects are actually there's hardly any yeah um and Hmm. so when you watch this t-rex scene um most of the shots that you see except for wide shots are puppets i mean it's actually rain hitting this physical thing it's a physical thing crashing into the car it's a physical claw yeah (laughs) on that kitchen floor and uh-huh.
1: so, oh man, that yeah. <tick,
0: tick, 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 and so it is so much yeah. scarier, yeah. uh Because those physical things are touching and affecting and moving the air around the people that are scared yep. of those things, dude.
1: Breathing, right? Like, breathing. remember the breathing? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And the the pupil in the eye. Yep. I, but yeah, mm.
0: and and so you get you get these iconic images, right? The um, the the Glass of water, right. which which you read about, like they had to put a bass amp in the car and hit the bass yeah. string really loud for that to happen. Nowadays they just yeah. do it in post. Right, but because that water shakes, really shakes, when you see yeah. the T Rex, and oh my gosh, when its foot goes into the mud, yeah, and, and the the flesh and the skin kind of spread out. Yep, exactly, and then Lex yep. screams. She's screaming because that thing is there, and <laughs> right. And so, um, I think, then you get like Jurassic World with Chris Pratt, who, by the way, did you read that rumor that it's that that kid?
1: Oh man, D- okay. So you told me here. Tell tell people about that one really okay. quick because that was that. I love that kind so of stuff. So all
0: the way at the beginning, when Doctor Allen is Doctor Grant is scaring that weird looking kid. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with like with the Raptor Claw and like rakes it on his gut and says your guts would spill out and it'd eat you alive. The the rumor is that yeah. kid is Chris Pratt's character in Jurassic World. <laughs> no proof of that.
1: I love that. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's kind of love it. Yeah. Okay. So in mm-hmm. Jurassic World, where there's probably like more than half the movie, you're seeing CGI effects. Right. Or the prequels of Star Wars, where it's like 88, mm. 90%. Of the movie has CGI effects right
1: like what's what's really the difference between that and like a Pixar movie like
0: uh, be- because you're supposed to believe it's real
1: right um,
0: but you know what I mean I do like, like so you're saying like it might as well just be a cartoon show
1: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly <laughs> um, but, but the fact that um, in this scene um, and then soon after when Nedri gets killed by the Dilophosaurus um, yep uh y- you see you see these things close up and then you pull back and because the cgi is so sparse and still good you're never pulled yep. out of it um so movies yep. previous to this like um man i'm trying to think of an example of stop motion okay the the rancor in jedi
1: yes yes i was thinking that um, yep.
0: where you get close-up shots and and it's a real thing right it's a real puppet yeah. So it looks great. But then when you pull yep. out, it looks janky because it's stop motion. Yeah, it, In Jurassic Park, you pull out and it's several seconds of CGI. And because CGI is great, when done well, you're never pulled out of it and you're scared the whole time.
1: See, this that that's part of why this movie holds up so much more even than like Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. which was amazing and is amazing. And we love Lord of the right. Rings. But like even some of that now is like and definitely definitely uh the prequels yeah star wars prequels too, right like
0: it it, um, it just
1: it, yep he, he had the right mix yeah and did it perfectly yeah yeah
0: so my, my i i think that the, the that that the scene of the brachiosaurus when it's full daylight you can sort of feel like okay this is 30 year old cgi but right. i would say from that moment on i'm never pulled out and yep. for a movie that ostensibly relies so heavily on special effects and has and then when you actually think about it has so few that makes it perfect yeah. for me because of what you were saying about story mm-hmm. you have to rely so much on the characters and the story to make it good
1: yes Ex- that's perfect yeah yeah like i read somewhere that uh there were what like 55 actual cgi shots mm. and that in a normal movie now there is over 2000 yeah. Or something like that. So, I mean, it's like... Because I was like, oh, 55.
0: Hmm. Wow, uh, that's a lot. Must like be a lot. Usually it's about... <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Wow, dang. <laughs> uh, they really cheated. Uh, but, yeah, compared to, like, the normal 2000 or something like that. Yeah. Um, Yep. Um,
0: wow. So, there it is. There's the final piece of evidence, I think, which is that the CGI is so little, which makes it mm-hmm. perfect because the story is so important. So, um, let's actually... Go as fast as the movie is, I think. Which it just from this moment on races to the end, right? There's Nedry's death by the dilophosaur yeah. There's um yep the the T Rex chases them, ch- chases Sattler okay. and
1: I got a note Malcolm right there, real out, quick, right. dude. Yeah, yep. Okay, so no, 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 not Sattler. Sattler's already back at the. Oh, that's right. Um, Doctor Sattler's already back, the, right? Cause she's with the gas-powered jeep. You're right.
0: The clever girl guy, I think his name is Mulder.
1: Yeah, um, goes and picks him up yeah. in the jeep. Yeah. Right. Okay, dude. So, just real quick, right there, uh-huh. dude. There's a nine-minute sequence. the the most like the most dramatic sequences in this movie. Nedry getting, you know, yep. the Lava Sword, yep. the T Rex, mm-hmm. and a lot of the Velociraptor stuff. No music in any of that. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, I I looked actually at the timestamps for that. So the entire T Rex scene mm-hmm. from like rain. Mm-hmm to the t-rex screaming is about nine minutes wow there isn't a note of music
0: i i can't can't believe it It, it, that that adds to the tension though do you think
1: yeah um yep oh because like they could have scored that but i think see like that's part of the brilliance of the way that spielberg and williams work together is like honestly dude this will work I'm sure that's not how they talk to each other. <laughs> Although I would love to be a fly on the wall, like well, in I I, I oh. think
0: we have seen that a little in beso- behind the scenes footage of ET where they're working yeah. together yep. and making the movie together, and and you can yes. tell that there's no ego there. And so I can imagine John right. Williams saying, "This scene is better without me." Yep. And I wonder how that's, how that's awesome. how much that actually happens in Hollywood these days. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But those those that collaborative duo mm-hmm. is like is absolutely one of the most important collaborative duos in all of movie history for wow. sure. Um, so no music, none needed. Yeah, that's amazing. Better without it. Um, yep. So
0: then after kind of that like massive action block, we get a little break in the yep. action. The kids and uh, Doctor Grant go to sleep in a tree and pet some brachiosaurus. Yep. Um, yep. Hammond and Sattler eat ice cream and talk about a flea circus <laughs> um, <laughs> right. and then there's this nice scene with the Gallimimus which is again a full full sun CGI Yeah. and I, I don't think there's yeah. any real Gallimimai probably
1: in that scene um, you mean in real life or I, in? The I movie? don't
0: think there's any puppetry used <laughs> just... there I, <laughs> I'm, I'm I wish kidding. there were real Gallimimuses I love those things
1: See, I love it. I love it when Dr. Grant and Dr. Sattler see the triceratops mm-hmm. and they like become children.
0: They're laying on top you know? of it. They're yeah. touching it. They're I mean, she's almost crying. Yeah. I love that scene. I'm almost He's crying. Like, I love this is the that most part. beautiful <laughs> Yeah, this is the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen. It, it's it's because they've been longing for it their whole lives. And there's this moment yep. where they see these things, the Brachiosaurus and then the, the Triceratops both, where they're like this thing I believed in my whole life is real.
1: Hmm.
0: Wow. And you see it. And and there's Spielberg faces happening everywhere. They're just in awe. They're they're the same face yeah. that I had watching the movie, which is their mouths are open most of the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that crap. That's so good.
1: Uh huh.
0: Um and yep. a, the the triceratops also proves my cgi point which is if that were cgi it would not be effective but because they built that thing
1: dude it would be um job of the hut episode 4 you know like
0: <laughs> like <laughs> two cgi objects trying to touch one another <laughs>
1: <laughs> like a bubble it's like han solo han Maboogie. han
0: Maboogie. um so then after this kind of break in the action then i would say yep. the last 25 minutes maybe just 20 is just full-on nuts
1: yes um full-on best action
0: possible. everybody's making their way back to the visitor center they're trying to turn the power back mm-hmm. on which has been cut off by dumb nedry yep. um and so then there's a all that score um yep where they're trying yep. to turn the and then the raptors get loose Mm-hmm. And so like that final 20 25 minutes is
1: the raptor show. Dude, another freaking genius thing about this movie is that nobody even knew what a velociraptor was. <laughs> you mean in the general okay. public? In in the, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah that we didn't discover like for this movie, but like Michael Crichton, you know like, okay, let's let's find like a slightly more obscure dinosaur mm-hmm. everybody knows. Yeah. The brontosaurus, the triceratops, the T-Rex. Right. But the most terrifying one mm-hmm is like the littler, super smart. Yep. Like, remember, we always heard about as kids, like T-Rexes have like the walnut brain. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yep.
0: I totally remember that. Like, Brachiosaurus is as big as a building, but it has the brain of a peanut or something.
1: Right. Right. But the Velociraptor, ooh, it's like a hacker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the hacker of the dinosaur (laughs) world. (laughs) Well, they can open doors, right? Yep. Uh, Okay. So can we talk about the kitchen scene? Yes. Um, so if Jeff Goldblum is going to be your honorable mention, the kitchen scene is mine. Okay. Um, great. It opens the door. Lex and Tim are hiding in there.
1: It's it's so like, like Hitchcock or something.
0: There's that there's that kind of like it, it's a funny beat, right? Because Doctor Grant says, "Well, they'll be uh-huh. safe as long as they don't figure out how to open doors." Hard cut to the door handle. Yes starting to move so yep and so there's mm-hmm. this nervous kind of laughter and also dread um raptors come into the kitchen you love these kids by then because they are your best friends and you want to them to be your kids slash you want to date them like i did with <laughs> adriana
1: richards <laughs> also in tremors
0: oh yeah great performance good job hmm. um <laughs> and so here here's here's where i'm the story of my youth comes the fourth, okay. the fourth time I All went right. to see this movie, I brought my girlfriend. Okay. Lovely girl, lovely woman,
1: the sleepless in Seattle girl.
0: Nope. It's a different girlfriend. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, We had, you know, she was in eighth grade. I was in ninth.
1: Mm. We had not now touched.
0: No right. physical contact. So yep. my plan was, I'm gonna bring her to Jurassic Park, and I had huh. this plan, okay. So the kitchen scene comes, oh, yeah. which I have which I had already seen three times, so I knew when it was yeah, coming yeah. <laughs> um, I lean over to her and I said, "Can I hold your hand? I mean that's pretty mm-hmm. good, right? I mean, yeah, th- a terrifying part of a movie I knew was coming, um, a-, a nice romantic gesture. Can I hold your hand? Yep. She looks at me. And she says, "Why are you scared?" And broke up with me the next
1: day. So it did not work. Total backfire, dude. Nope it it, it was it was the worst.
0: Um, so I, I had a better chance with Adriana Richards in that moment to, to get some physical contact than my actual real life girlfriend sitting next to me. Um, Incredible. So this scene, the sound design is incredible.
1: So good. The, the mix yeah. of
0: puppetry and then full body shot of the Raptor jumping onto the counter. Yes. Dude, I, I can't even handle this scene. Yep. It's so good. Yeah. Um, yep. Then they get out of the kitchen because, um, Lex pulls this amazing, sweet mirror trick on one of the Raptors. So good. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then yep. they all they all run and they join together. Uh, and you think, great, they did it. Yep. Um, and then our girl comes back just in time for the end. Mm-hmm. The raptors <laughs> are going to eat our friends. You think yep. they're dead. And then in yep. this genius move, which wasn't in the original mm-hmm. script. I don't know if you knew this.
1: Mm, I did not know this. They
0: bring back the T-Rex to save them. Yes. And so is the T-Rex yes. then the good guy at the
1: end? Yeah. The- <laughs> okay, so this this is incredible, dude. Yeah. Because like over the course... Like this movie talks about evolution. The mm-hmm. movie talks about chaos. Yep. Um. It's basically he's playing God, right? Yeah. Like... Like let's like we are now gonna create what what was destroyed. Like, I mean, there were, a lot of that dialogue is is um Dr. Sattler around um the ice cream. Yep. And it's out now. <laughs> um and then don't didn't stop to think if you should. Yes. Right. Um is, is delivered in that way. Yep. Um but the thing is the enemy, the scariest dude, mm-hmm. turns into the hero. Yep, evolves. Mm-hmm. Doctor Grant goes from hating kids to saving kids yep. um any other evolutions
0: well, well I, th- I think what you're getting to which is even the most terrifying thing becomes the savior uh-huh. like even the t-rex gets yeah. a like <laughs> l- l- he gets a store a she it's i know it's a she whatever but the t-rex right, right. gets an <laughs> huh. yeah <right. laughs> that is amazing that's, that's incredible yep totally yeah Yep. And so there's this crazy redemption and you didn't even know you wanted to see that thing again. And huh. they make the genius move of the last dinosaur and the last dinosaur sound. Is that mm. T-Rex saving the humans, roaring, and then the banner, <laughs> that banner falls.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yep>. Right. <laughs> When dinosaurs ruled the earth, yeah. right? And and it's that comes down amazing moment. And I, I mean, I think I probably peed. <laughs> the first time I saw it like
1: literally peed in my pants. Right. <laughs> so good. Total surprise. Yep. Wasn't reused like uh phantom menace right. there's always a bigger fish <laughs> you know like. yeah it's,
0: it's because this familiar thing that you were so frightened by comes back and redeems itself
1: yeah and it's just like so good h-
0: how how are you gonna wrap this movie up any better it was so good
1: yep yep and dude right there there's like two minutes left of the movie mm-hmm. like there's no epilogue no really nope. you know there's no like where are they now mm-hmm. Although we get it with a couple more movies later, but they, that wasn't written. No, it doesn't need it, right? Uh, it's
0: just like here's nope, here's the totally. peril they were in for this moment. It, it's yep. I know I know a dinosaur movie isn't a slice of life movie, right? But it's like th- this is <laughs> this is what you need to know. They got out, yep. and now they have a lot of things to deal with afterwards. But we're just gonna roll the credits, and yep. and leave it to your imagination, which movies don't do anymore as well right. anymore. So so good um okay man i feel like at this i feel both at the same time jazzed and worn out from the conversation <laughs> it's just so good i love
1: it yep dude did you ever notice okay so we'll, we're gonna wrap this yep. up um maybe do a couple of what I could have showed us gleaned from the phones yep. um but did you ever notice at the very end mm-hmm. first of all as the music swells and it's just unbelievable yep. there's like in the lens of the camera looking at the the sun Mm -hmm. there's like some sort of scratch or like on the film on the film or like on the lens um it's like this one thing that i notice every time and i'm like dang i wish they could have redone that shot
0: uh i love it i love it because it's film there's also another part in the middle where the film skips it's right before the um the scene where the car falls out of the tree. Yes. Um. Doctor Grant is washing his face in some water. Yep. The transition from right before that scene, the film skips, and it's mm. just as much a part of everything else about that movie to me. Dude, um, it, it just it places it. I, it places me at least firmly in the nostalgic '90s. Of, the, yeah. they were they were filming this with real, physical media.
1: I love it. Yep, that's like, remember when we used to watch movies at the theater and you'd see that circle, Mm -hmm. that like white circle, and it's like they're at the end of the reel. They've got to change the reel. And they've got like 10 seconds to change the reel. Oh, the good old days. That's the stuff of childhood, man. It's like when like a Nintendo game, an NES game would like, this like one line would go across it. Or there
0: was lag when there were too many... Like, things going on,
1: yep, on this <laughs> <laughs> Mega Man 2. oh
0: happened in Mega Man 2. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. Pew, pew, pew. Yep, um totally. Okay,
0: so that's our case for Perfect Movie. Yep. So now, listener, it's in your hands. There's a couple things that you can do to let us know your opinion. Um, You can vote in our poll on perfectmoviepodcast.com right on the website there. We're going to put up an Insta poll on Instagram. You can follow us at Perfect Movie Podcast, and you can also go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash perfect movie podcast, and in a couple episodes, we'll reveal whether or not Jurassic Park makes it on our curated
1: perfect movie list. All right, dude. Let's bust out to a tiny bit, because we're running long. <laughs> our first episode so fun. running long. <laughs> right. Um, uh, gleaned from our phones and listener feedback. Let's do it
0: uh hello it's it um it's me jeff jeff goldblum uh why why didn't you guys talk about my sweet bare chest it's about five eighths through (laughs) the movie i just opened my shirt for some reason (laughs) I'm very upset about that, but um, have a great time doing listener feedback. But think about whether or not you should. I'm Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> that, that was a terrible biggest impression.
1: Laugh. That was great. But that was the biggest laugh when we did it with the ASO. So
0: I would say the two right? biggest laughs were oh, when two, he said okay. the thing about the poop pile. That's yes. a big pile yep. of beep. Yep, And then he's lying on that table. In all yep. his glory. <laughs>
1: He's um, got to be in a, a couple of our other favorite uh, uh, potential perfect movie candidates.
0: I have him in a... This is all off the top of my head, dude, because I think about this so much. I have him yep. in a drama mm. um, that I can't wait to talk about on my
1: perfect Big movie Jill. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and a horror movie. <laughs> On my perfect movie ah, list. Okay, I know, I know, I know what that is. Okay. Um, hmm.
0: So, oh, just real quick before I read this listener feedback um, question, mm-hmm. I looked it up. Spielberg took four years off. Really? After '93. Wow. Of directing. Now he uh, started DreamWorks in those four years. Okay. But no. Uh, four years between schindler's list and his next movie which was jurassic park lost world
1: really yeah so it's two jurassic parks with Schindler's just in the middle and that's and that's it wow for four huh. years that he did um wow so john williams took a
0: year off spielberg four after this year that they had
1: do you think they ever like like, went on, like, vacation? Do you think they've ever, like, gone on... Well, they've been in probably some exotic locations, although he's usually in the studio. He's never on the set, John Williams.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't know. What kind of vacation would that be with those two dudes? (laughs) That would be amazing. I want to be on that vacation.
1: I I wonder if they get there and they're like, wait, the thing that binds us is movies. And then they're like,
0: so... No talking about work. we got to talk about other stuff.
1: Right? right. And then they're like, what do we have? Uh, how, how are your kids? Well, yeah, there's uh. always that.
0: How are your kids? That works.
1: Yep. Totally. All right.
0: So this hmm. is listener feedback. Um, we always like to read a question from our amazing listeners and followers. And so actually both Annie and Chris and several others asked this question. They want to know whether we're going to be announcing – the movies that we're going to be doing beforehand so that they can prepare. Um, And then we got another question, like, would you actually suggest that? Would you suggest that we watch the movie before you talk through it? I think um, this episode that you just heard is a good way for you to decide whether you think it's – I mean, if it's a – like, say you've seen Jurassic Park several times. I don't know that you'd need to rewatch it before you listen to the podcast. But if you haven't seen the movie that we're going to be doing – I would suggest watching it, right?
1: Yeah, you you should watch it before we before you listen. Although if you haven't, it's totally okay. Yeah. I mean like like you you should see the movie cuz we totally we don't even give spoiler alerts really because like 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 I'm I'm still like I didn't want to watch um the cuz I was in the middle of the West Wing when they were on uh, inside the actor's studio. Mhm. And I was like, "Man, I can't watch that because I haven't finished it." And yeah. then I never got to watch it you know that's kind of a dumb story but like <laughs>
0: no i think you're right we we're not going to say you spoiler know what I mean, alert though? every every time but we are going to talk about the whole movie so if you don't want right. to be spoiled then you probably should watch it beforehand but if you don't care yep. either way i don't know it's right. your life but the and the question it's is, always
1: been one of my hopes mm-hmm. that you leave this podcast and you want to go watch the movie again
0: great i love right? that um so to answer the question Yes, we will make it a habit to tell people what the upcoming movie or movies are going to be. So I think we could probably announce right now that our second episode is, speaking of West Wing, Mm. um, we're going to be doing A Few Good Men next
1: week. Yes.
0: Um, So stoked. Now, if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Perfect Movie Podcast, we're also going to be posting... um, a list of the movies that we're going to be doing a schedule up through the new year. And so that's going to be really helpful for people to see.
1: Awesome. Yep. That'll give them something to do on the weekends. Yep. Um, <laughs> for sure. Got got to do your homework. Uh, yep. Dude, I'm just looking up. Uh, yeah. John Williams took that year off and he came back with Sabrina mm. Nixon. Okay. Sleepers and Rosewood. I don't think I've ever seen any of those except Nixon. No, I've seen Sabrina.
0: That has, does that have, um, Who's in Sabrina?
1: Serena is Harrison Ford, which we'll talk about in the Gleaned from Phones.
0: Okay, great. Um, So, okay. Speaking of our Instagram and Facebook, Mm -hmm. we want to give you our contact information. Um, So if you do have a question for us about the podcast or about movies in general, we want to respond to one of those questions per episode. You can go to our website. um, That's perfectmoviepodcast.com to... Give us some feedback there, and to vote in our polls, you can go to Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/PerfectMoviePodcast. You can follow us on Twitter at PerfMoviePod, our Instagram is at PerfectMoviePodcast, and you can email us with any thoughts or questions at PerfectMoviePodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave us some feedback right now; would be amazing on Apple Podcasts. Yes to leave us feedback, a star rating. Um, In fact, right after this, right after you're done listening, do it right now. That's going to help us so much. Get some traction on Apple Podcasts, um, get some attention and new listeners. So we always love that.
1: Yeah, dude. I'd say if you can do one thing, Mm -hmm. leave us feedback on iTunes. If you can do two things, Mm -hmm. follow us on Instagram and leave us feedback. If you can do three things subscribe and download on every possible device you can think of <laughs> oh, stream it that. constantly <laughs> um, just, on a just constant keep it <laughs> <loop>. <laughs> i like that if you have a computer that's like you don't use just have it constantly be down <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever streaming. devices are in your drawer that you don't use right. anymore just right. put yeah perfect movie on loop <laughs> that's a great idea make
1: yeah make another itunes account and then download it from there also and right. yeah uh, we got to give a couple thanks. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, not like thanks, like shout out. Huge thanks. Yep. Um, Jason Coy for our artwork. Mm-hmm. Just doing a phenomenal job. Yep. Just um, such beautiful stuff he's done for us. Our webmaster, Adam Dilling, fellow you. Georgian. Mm-hmm. You rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, original music for our podcast is by Noah Stewart. Just a great dude. And we're so thankful for for these three guys like joining in with us. Definitely. Um, to To contribute.
0: For sure. And you can check out 11 Years of the Gomers if you're liking yes. what you hear. Uh, we have 11 years of our previous podcast and current podcast. We're still updating that. Two Gomers Run yep. for Their Lives on Apple Podcasts. We'd suggest that you start with the 10th anniversary episodes, which are pretty close to the top of the feed right now. And then you can go back and listen from season one if you like what you hear.
1: Hmm. Awesome. Dude, should we close with a, with some gleaning?
0: Yeah, so Anthony takes notes during the movie. <laughs> and we like to glean some things from his notes as we close our episode.
1: All right. I'm just gonna add you ask you a couple questions. Okay. Would this movie have been better? We already said this though. Yeah. What would this movie have been like? Tim Burton, Danny Elfman?
0: I think it would have been I think he would have gone stop motion. Dude okay. loves stop motion. They all would have looked yes. like large March.
1: <laughs> okay, so this was this was nightmare. This was the year of Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. So yep, we have like an actual what he was doing that year. Yep. Yeah. So that's maybe true. Maybe kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. darker,
0: maybe. Yeah. I mean, his movies are just weirder. So it would have been weird. I'd like to see Tim Burton do a monster movie. Yeah. Like apparel hmm. monster movie, disaster movie. I think that would be awesome. I guess he did Mars Attacks. Have you ever seen that?
1: I uh, yeah. Long time ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it would be more like that. Um <laughs> I, I don't think it would have been better. I think Spielberg is the only choice for this movie.
1: Okay. I also heard Richard Donner was in the mix. Okay. Um Goonies, Superman, Lethal Weapon. Yep. Scrooged.
0: Yeah. That would have been great. Probably still would have been stop motion. I don't think any of those guys would have taken the risk on CGI.
1: Yeah, that you needed ILM, mm-hmm. George Lucas, Spielberg working together. Okay, a couple actors, and okay. then that's it. Okay, um, Harrison Ford is Doctor Grant.
0: I mean, I would have loved that. <laughs> what do you, I mean? He, I, I mean, it's perfect already. But can you imagine? That huh. would have been amazing. Okay. So,
1: so I have I have a couple quick thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, because I think he it, they wanted him, mm-hmm. and even Doctor Grant's look the the hat right, the khakis, oh yeah, the button okay. down is very, very Indiana, Indiana Jones ish. Yeah. yeah, safari. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he takes away from it a little bit. The dinosaurs mm-hmm. are the star. I see what you mean. I like like um, dinosaur star. Story star, music star, yeah, Goldblum. I think, I think Goldblum Ford. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think about Goldblum Ford? Like, have they ever done
0: anything together? I don't think so. I, I see your point, and I agree with you. I think he would have sucked too much of the attention into himself.
1: <laughs> sure, sure.
0: And part of the reason the movie works is that there aren't any giant stars, and so you're able to focus on those other yeah. things you just listed. Yeah. I will say though Goldblum and Harrison Ford in the Ford Explorer while the T-Rex is attacking. Yes. Where where um Jeff Goldblum wipes the window off because he's sweating so much which is again proof yeah. in point that he brings levity. Um yep. But yep. those two in the car, they're dynamic. I'd probably pay a lot of money to see that.
1: Yes. Okay. It, like and he is Indiana Jones. Okay? yeah like Harrison it, it, Ford as Indiana Jones in this movie
0: yeah which would have made it, it would have <laughs> taken away from it, you would have constantly be thinking like he's playing the same character so it's, sure. it was better that okay. he it's better that he said no
1: how about Harrison Ford as uh, the president in this movie <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he shows up somehow on the island <laughs> No, like he's the president, but for some reason he gets the tour. Like, <laughs> what about if he's just the president, but
0: he gets no screen time? He could be the president, uh, as far as we know, but you never dude, see the president.
1: <laughs> that is amazing. Okay, uh, just in the background, there's a shot of a president giving off of Air Force One, and it's Harrison Ford.
0: Okay, I love that. That's the best version okay. of this.
1: Okay, okay, uh, two others. Okay, the lawyer dude. Could any have been anybody have been that lawyer dude, Gennaro?
0: like you mean a star
1: yeah because i i don't know i don't want to dog him he he rocked in the watch scene of uh planes trains and automobiles yep um yeah i love him. but a little i don't know seems a little bit lack of personality in this role but maybe that's what was needed yeah maybe
0: again i think too much personality Hmm. and that's that was ebert's problem right he was like Right. The, the humans don't have enough personality, and so it's a dinosaur movie. I completely disagree, but I yep. I do think that they have the right amount, so that it doesn't take away from hmm. the spectacle.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then I heard that Jim Carrey auditioned for or wanted to be Ian Malcolm. Really? Hmm. Nah. Maybe that was like an internet like somebody made up, but I heard
0: that. <laughs> wow. Um. No. Absolutely no one is as good as Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I think I think they should have CGI Jeff Goldblum in every role in Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like an Eddie Murphy <laughs> in Nutty Professor situation. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how much I love Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> He's getting his own show on Disney Plus. I can't wait. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay, and he becomes the Matt guy after this movie too. Oh. Like, like remember that like yeah email like drunk gold bloom <laughs> i go on my computer <laughs> there's my mail
0: email yep um can i tell you, you you know how the t-rex comes back redeems yep um when i saw this movie in 2013 20th anniversary in 3d yep. in the theater mm-hmm my wife, Jessica, came with me. Mm-hmm. And in the kitchen scene, yep. I leaned over mm. and I said, can I hold your hand?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> she held my <laughs> hand
0: and I felt yes. like the friggin' T-Rex coming back for redemption. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Finally, dude, you were redeemed. You you got that handhold. Was it great? It wa- was was it it <laughs> almost too great
0: for words (laughs) because because it had been part of my friggin history i had struck out during jurassic park in the theater and finally yep i got to hold somebody's hand so there you go
1: yes so no amount of therapy could have could have cured that only jessica
0: i I needed it to actually physically happen yeah
1: yep love it all right dude there you go our first episode great super fun fun to record yeah fun to just do something uh you know just totally different even though it's totally the same
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know there's very little different about what we just did than we've been doing over the past 11 years
1: yeah all right
0: dude well have a great time watching a few good men
1: oh dude you too man
0: all right happy viewing